Hey everybody, J.P. Mundy here for Eastern Food Equipment. Their mission is to consistently provide their customers with outstanding service and listen and respond to their needs with energy and commitment. They work with a wide range of food service customers, with most fitting in one of the following categories. Chain restaurants, regional chain restaurants, independent restaurants, hotels, nightclubs, even country clubs, and corporate dining. Located at 1930 Healy Drive in Winston-Salem, come in today, pick up a catalog, and look through thousands of must-have items for your restaurant. Eastern Food Equipment. Small enough to care, big enough to deliver. everybody to the Raider Report with Reagan Raiders head coach Josh McGee. Coach, it's another victory week for us. How you doing? I do great. That's always a uh, week after a win is always really good. Um, had a good, great weekend. Uh, really proud of our guys. Um, I think we you know, did what we were supposed to do and now we're looking forward to the next one. So here are the numbers. Um, as it stands right now, five and three through eight games, four and one in the SEC triad. That's good second place right now in the league. And all the teams that are trailing you in the standings, you've already beaten. How does that make you feel going into going into your final two games? You know, it's always you know, obviously better to be at the top than it is the bottom. Um, you know, four and one in this league, you know, you, you have to be pleased with that. And, you know, I think I can give you some coach talk and talk about how disappointing it is not to be in first, but, you know, you, you've got to be happy with where you are. And uh, it's, a, it's a tough league and everybody knows that, uh, but we still have a lot of work to do. You know, there's two big games left on our schedule. And, you know, this is like we talked about week in and week out. If you don't play your best football on a Friday night in this league, you'll lose. And so, we were fortunate to be in that four and one position. Uh, would we love to be five and zero? Oh? Absolutely. But uh, you know, our kids have played really hard and battled some some really good football teams uh, with with two of the four wins, big wins on the road, and uh, really pleased with that. Uh, Friday night's game um, was against a uh, a young, struggling um, Parkland squad with a new coach that um, they're trying to to get the program rebooted again. Um, did you have a chance um, to rest any guys during the 56 nothing win? Yeah, we, we got – I look at it – I don't necessarily look at it as an opportunity to get guys some rest. Sure. More, more we, we got an opportunity to get guys some playing time. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about that before the game. And, you know, first of all, to talk about Parkland, you know, you, you said right, a very young football team that, and doesn't have a lot of numbers, but I really like Coach Bryant. Um, I like his demeanor. You know, I like what he brings to that that program, and uh, I enjoyed. You know, we had talked on the phone several times, kind of throughout the year, but that was my first opportunity to have a chance to meet him, and I uh, really like who he is as a person, and and I think he's going to do a really good job there. He has the right mindset to kind of build a, a program and a culture. Um, so hats off to him and kind of what they're trying to work through there, but. Uh, you know, we talked about it before the game and these opportunities, you don't you don't get these opportunities very often. But, you know, it's a chance for guys to get to play that don't, that don't get a chance to to normally get some good reps. And, uh, 
you know, those guys come to practice every day just like your starters do. They, they work hard. They give you a scout look. Uh, they're there just as much as everybody. So it was really good to get those guys in the game, get them some, some game reps. Uh, I felt like our starters did a really good job of staying engaged when they came out. You know, we, we challenged them at halftime. You know, now you become, you know, that guy behind you, you become his biggest fan. And uh, our guys did a great job. And on the flip side, we did, we were able to get some guys some rest. So good night for us. Now, did Makai get in and get some reps at quarterback? Yeah, Makai pretty much played the entire second half. And, you know, we still threw the ball a little bit. You know, that's kind of one of those, you know, touchy subjects sometimes. You got a big lead, but you're still throwing the ball. You don't. You don't ever want to make it look like you're trying to you know, make it worse, but that the backup quarterback needs an opportunity to throw the ball to. Um, that he, he needs a chance to get better in those live reps. And you know, McCaw played well at, at that position. And, you know, it's always good to, to get somebody else ready. I, tell the audience a little bit about the difference in uh, personality and demeanor between Cam and McKay, because McKay is not shy whatsoever. Yeah, no. So, you know, Cam is a little bit more laid back. You know, Cam is uh, more quiet. He's, he is a great leader. He's a lead by example guy. You know, Makai is a, Makai's a clown now. You know, Makai's going to make you laugh. Uh, he is the guy that's going to, you know, when the mood seems to be tight and there's tensions are high, Makai's going to try to lighten that mood. And so they, they each bring something different from a personality standpoint. Both are great people. Uh, they're fun to coach. They're fun to be around. Uh, but you, you you know you hit the nail on the head. Two completely different type of personalities. Now you being a quarterback, do you like, dislike, or encourage? Makai is not scared to throw it downfield. As a matter of fact, Makai would prefer to throw it downfield every play because he's got a cannon. Um, <laughs> you know, is that just a young player, excited player that needs coaching, or do you love it? Oh, I, I like that aggressive mindset. You know he. You know, he's kind of a no risk and no biscuit kind of guy. You know, he wants to, you know, he, he, he wants to make big plays. And, you know, he's playing a lot of wide receiver for us right now. You know, obviously with, with having a senior quarterback who's playing really well, it made no sense to keep Makai as a backup quarterback and sit on the sideline and watch an entire game. So he's getting some really good reps. He's got great hands. Um, he's just an, he's a, he's a well, well-rounded athlete. Um, you know, but again, he is, he is very aggressive and he won't, he likes the big plays and he, He's the same way playing wide receiver. You know, if there's a concept where he's running the deep ball, you know, he's trying to he's trying to manipulate the quarterback into throwing him the deep ball all the time. So you know, that's kind of what he brings to the table. My first experience with Makai was the summer seven on seven uh, league um, that, that was put together a couple summers ago. And um, when he showed up and played his reps with the sunglasses on, I knew that's that cool. we were we were going to have a different type of quarterback one day <laughs> leading the Raiders. Makai is, Makai is his father's son. You know, there is no there's no debating that uh, they both have their own kind of swag, their own style. You know, he's – they're completely different quarterbacks. You know, we we, we were kind of joking the other night. You know, Makai had a nice little run and ended up scoring a touchdown. And, and uh, you know, we were all – you know, it was cool to see Makai at quarterback wearing number four at Deaton Thompson Stadium with his dad standing right there. It was, it was a really cool moment. You know, we kind of give Coach Purvis a hard time. Uh, but two completely different different type of players at that position. So, a name that we've said a lot so far this season, thankfully, is John Gallette. 
is having the, the, the senior season I imagine that he envisioned for himself that he wanted and needed to have. Um, what can what more can you say about his performance and his effort through through such a grind in the toughest league in the state? Yeah, you know, we, we've we've said it from day one. He's I've been here eleven years as the head coach and he is the greatest competitor that we've ever had. You know, he's he's almost a, a, at a fault too much of a competitor. And uh, but that's just who he is. And he brings this, you know, he brings this confidence to our team that, you know, nobody's better. Um, and, you know, we, we joke all the time if, you know, he, he's a really good wide receiver and could probably be a better slot than he is a running back. But in, in all seriousness, if he, if John Gallette was playing wide receiver and he's lined up against Jalen Ramsey in the NFL, John Gallette feels like he's better. And John Gallette would think he would win. You know, that's just his mindset. Um, and, and that mindset has brought kind of that same, that winning edge to our group and, you know, our guys feed off of it. You know, he's sometimes you got to reel them in, but I'd, I'd rather have to reel them in a little bit for being, you know, too competitive than to have to try to motivate them to be competitive. So he's having a great year. Um, when, when you carry the ball 20 plus times a game in this league, obviously you showed your toughness. Uh, and we're you know, very fortunate to have him on our team. How do you pitch a guy like that to a college coach that comes to your office? It's tough. I'm not going to lie to you because it's the size. You know, unfortunately, there's too much weight that's put on height. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's do you pass the looks test first and foremost? You know, some of our the best football players that I've ever coached were guys that are just undersized. Um, you know, un- unfortunately, the the talent level takes a back seat to the height, weight, and speed. And but you know, you, you cut the tape on. It's an easy sell if you're looking for a guy that's going to make your program better. Uh, that can do multiple things on offense. He can be, uh, he can play in the secondary. He can be a return specialist. There's so many things John brings to a team, and you know he's going to have some opportunities at the end of this thing. It it looks like, you know, I don't want to count the eggs, <laughs> put all the eggs in one basket, and I don't want to count the chickens before they hatch. But, I, you know, this is a team that's very likely going to get to play in the state, in, in the state tournament coming up. What are unbelievable thing for these seniors to get to experience, especially after how the spring turned out. Yeah. You know, anytime you get the opportunity to play in the postseason, I think it's a huge honor for your team, your program, and, you know, especially this year where, you know, it's, they've kind of altered the way it works and you're not going to get five or six teams from this league. You know, there's one and two, I think are kind of guaranteed. And then everything becomes a, a wild card based off of an RPI ranking, which we still make it multiple teams in our because our league is so competitive. But you know, it's it's an honor to have that opportunity. Again, we we still have two games left. You know, we still have so much work to do to accomplish that goal. Uh, an extremely tough opponent this week. You know, so we we've, we've got our hands full, and I think playoffs are the last thing on our mind right now. I want to talk about that. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back on the Raider Report, we're going to talk about the OG rivalry here for Reagan. When we come back on the Raider Report. Welcome back to the Raider Report. Coach Josh McGee. So Friday, it's a home game against the real rivals, the geographic rivals, if you will, Mount Tabor. 
what do those guys, what kind of problems do they pre present? I know that um, number one is back apparently, or he played Friday night. So, uh, you know, that's, that's something else to prepare for. Yeah. You know, and it starts with coach Brown and, and what coach Brown brings to that program. Um, you know, it's, it's such a well-coached football team. They play extremely hard. Uh, team speed is kind of through the roof. Um, and it's a, it's a typical Mount Tabor football team. You know, they're, they're going to try to, they're going to try to outplay you in every phase of the game. They've got a great kicker. Uh, they've got a pretty good punter. You know, they, they do everything pretty well. You know, the quarterback is playing, at an, in my opinion, an extremely high level um, in, in what they're trying to do with their wide zone and their, their boot game. Uh, defensively, the, the team speed, like I said, in secondary is really good. Uh, so we're going to have to play, you know, at a very high level at home um, in order to, to come out of here with a victory. But, you know, I have so much respect for Coach Brown, uh, for Coach Marshall, for their program, and, uh, you know, Obviously, they were they were able to win a state championship in the spring. So, you know, it kind of shows you what what they've done with that program, and you know, looking forward to the opportunity to compete this Friday. The interesting part about that is, if you were scouting off of the say the first couple three games of their season, you knew that three out of four plays the ball was going to go to Patterson, and then when he went down with an injury, they got they had a few games to play. And, and incorporate their other guys who you know didn't get the ball as much into the offense, and now you've got all of it. I'm, I imagine everything's being incorporated, so you can basically look at Friday night's game where they competed for three quarters with Glenn. Yeah, and, and again, get, getting Lance back is obviously huge for them. You know, we're not going to make no mistakes about it. He's such a dynamic player and can hurt you so many different ways. And then he flips over and he plays corner, and he's a really good corner as well, and eliminates a lot of your deep balls, but. You know, I think I think Lance going down really helped Noah Marshall emerge. And, you know, he's such a tough runner. You know, there's there's not a lot of backs in our league that run like Noah. Um, he, he's extremely tough. He's physical. He's a downhill guy. He'll run you over. He'll run by you. Uh, so he presents some challenges in himself. And, um, you know, again, like you said, it, so many different people have stepped up to make plays for those guys in the absence of Lance. And, getting him back just makes him more dynamic on offense. And, you know, that's where we're going to have to play really good defensively and, and try to minimize the big plays. That's an interesting point you make there, Coach, um, of, about Noah, because when you when you think about East and you think about um, you guys even and, and West Forsyth, there's 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 running back combinations. You've got guys that you can put in and run downhill or you, you can put in a bruiser like Mac David for instance. Yeah. You can put him in for a few plays if you need it, and he'll run downhill, but their feature back is good at getting outside and making moves. And But, you know, Mount Tabor's feature back is a downhill contact-loving guy. Um, and but, that, but he's, again, he's a contact-loving guy, but he also has the ability to put a move on you and outrun you, you know, right. which is a, a very uh, unique combination for a back and uh, something – you know, I don't know if we've quite seen this this style yet. So, uh, obviously, anxious to see kind of how we match up against that. Yeah, and uh, we didn't talk about in the first segment um, your defense. The one constant besides John's performance, Gallette, John Gallette's performance of the season, has just been your your defense, which has been among the state's best, let's put it mildly, uh, and consistent. Um, that's and that's what you want. You want a good, consistent defense. Um, 
how do you prepare in general um, for a, a downhill bruising type running back who does have the ability to plan his foot if needed? Yeah, it's, it's all about, you know, gap integrity, making sure, you know, we've got a guy in every every gap. You know, they, they do a several different things offensively, you know, whether it's more of an outside zone concept or whether it's a jet sweep deal or whether they're going to come downhill at you with some inside zone or counter. You know, you've, you've got to read keys and you've got to be in your gap because if one guy's wrong, you know, it creates an explosive play. And, you know, you're right. We've been really good defensively all year long. Um, the one thing that I think has gotten us the most would be the big play. You know, very few teams kind of drive the ball against us and maintain, you know, these 10, 11, 12 play drives. You know, so it's when you when you get an explosive play, it's usually because there was a mistake somewhere, uh, whether it's a missed tackle, whether it's being in the wrong gap, whether it's uh, a blown coverage. Uh, you know, one mistake by one out of the 11 can create an explosive play. So. You know, we've got to find a way to, to minimize those things and playing a good football team. If you don't, you know, you'll get beat. So switching gears a little bit, I'm, I'm glad that we had an extra day's delay in recording this because I had the opportunity to ask um, one of your um, coaching peers last night a, a question. And he, he gave me an answer I didn't expect. So I want you to retort. I want you to respond to this. Are you familiar with the Masters Champions Dinner? Uh, not so much. Okay. So every year at the, the, every year, the defending champion at the masters opens masters week by hosting the champions dinner. Okay. And in that dinner, he, the, the champion gets to pick the entire menu for the, um, you know, for everybody in attendance. And I guess it's the, uh, the club members and all the participants and, but he gets to do it. And I asked coach snow, you know, what he would pick. And he gave me his answer. And I said, I said, what do you think guys like uh, Todd Willard and Josh McGee would pick? And he, he went, uh, you know, I, I got to say, he said, they're probably fixing hamburgers and hot dogs. And I was like, wait, and I was like, are you saying you're more culinary than those guys? He goes, I guarantee you, I can cook better than those guys. And I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, um, knowing you a little bit. What what do you have to respond to your – do you have culinary skills? You know, I'm, I'm more of a guy – like, I'm going to grill. You know, right. I, I'm not very good at doing any of the, the side dishes, anything that requires a lot of preparation and and planning um, and time. I'm not – I'll be honest, I'm not great there. But, you know, I, I do enjoy the grill, um, you know hot dogs and hamburgers, you know, he's kind of hitting the nail on the head there. I'm probably going to do something like that. We're always going to throw some chicken wings and everything we do, but you know, knowing snow, snow probably said, you know, he, he probably tried to go high class with, with a steak or something like that. Absolutely. Right on, right on the money. Yeah. You know, he, he's always going to try to flaunt it a little bit, I think. You know, whereas I'm just more of a, I'm just a easy going fry a couple hot dogs, hamburgers, and let's go to work. He even mentioned Brussels sprouts and asparagus. Listen, Snow's not eating any of those things. There's no, there's no Brussels sprouts and asparagus coming out of that coming out of that dinner. What do you think Willard's putting on his his champions dinner? Oh, Willard! You know what? I, I don't. You know, Katie's know. cooking it anyway. Yeah, he's probably going to, you know, he's probably going to eat some pasta. You know, I could see him with like a chicken Alfredo or a spaghetti or something, you know, something that, 
and you just throw it together real fast, boil some noodles, and take a jar of sauce out. You know, that's yeah. probably <laughs> So the, the last thing before we get out of here, we almost got kicked out of restaurant last night because snow was being so, so loud about the baseball playoffs. Do you even care about the baseball playoffs? Not really. You know, I've, I, I watched game seven of the World Series with two outs and full count. You know, that's kind of where I'm at. Just I've got a little ADD, so I don't know if I can sit. I can't sit down and just watch a baseball game. Mm-mm without getting up and moving, but uh, not, not a huge baseball guy. Uh, my brother, you know, I have a brother that pitches at ECU, so I always enjoy watching him play, but no, nah, I'm, I'm not into it a whole lot. You coach from the stands when you get to watch him play? Not him, no. I used to coach my son, and I was a terrible baseball coach. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was that dad, so I had to learn to kind of take a back seat there. <laughs> well, we need you to coach Friday. Big rivalry game, home against Mount Tabor. I hope to see a, a packed house at home. I know that that won't be a problem given this rivalry. It'll Good, be a great crowd. it'll be a great crowd. Good, are you guys going to honor the seniors anymore there, or um? Uh, so we, we play next week as well at home. You know, so oh, okay. Finish, so next week is also going to be. Uh, it is um, Hall of Fame night for us, and we we do have uh, a couple of our former guys going in. So excited for that, and um, senior night will be next week. Okay, that's awesome. Don't forget to take the 27 out to midfield um, like, you, like you've been doing because um, we you, you shared what happened the one time we forgot. Yeah. So, um, and then we will get with you next week and talk about the week to come, the week behind, and hopefully we'll talk about a Reagan Raider victory, all right? Well, thank you. All right. No Raider rides alone. We'll see you guys next week.